Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Dom Giordano on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. President Biden finally going to the border. And since I heard it, well, I don't know, a half hour, 45 minutes ago, whatever the first report came in, President Trump will be there on the same day. I think Trump was scheduled first. So the Biden people seeing this as the Old West, Marshall Dillon doing split screen. I'm not sure if at the same exact time, I'm hoping that President Trump will be in Eagle Pass. Why is Biden going to be in Brownsville, Texas. So I've been uh, noodling that. And one thought, you know, talking to a few people, putting it on Twitter, one thought is Brownsville, try this out, is a major freight border crossing. So it will show a lot of border patrol and security. And what it'll pivot to is saying, looking around here at Brownsville, we did that. And I want to uh, now have it going your way as far as you'll get the same kind of treatment, but Republicans won't let me do it. I want to do it in Eagle Cross. They won't get out of the way. They won't vote to spend the money. More border agents. Keep people in Mexico. I can't do it myself. I think that's what the pivot point will be. Now, this is, is this an indication of desperation? On their part. Now, here's what it's an indication of this whole thing with Biden going to be there and um, Trump going to be there in Eagle Pass. This issue has risen to a major level, even though the media, the media, even with the blood on the hands of New York City and progressives, remember, sometimes progressives are just silly. It's a lot of stuff back and forth about pronouns and all. Other times, they'll get you killed. Like Lakin Riley, double progressive, got her killed. One, the alleged killer here illegally, and apparently so is his brother, was arrested in New York before the uh, ICE could get get the uh, detainer served on him. They let him out of jail. They don't want any detainers. They don't want anybody deported. Alvin Bragg. 
He goes to this area at the University of Georgia. Now, I know you think of Georgia. You think of football. They beat Alabama. Well, Alabama beat them this year. But they're right on the par with Alabama or even a little bit better at this point. You think that's the old South, the SEC. Guess what? The area where the university is and other areas around there apparently are sanctuaries. Can't do anything about it with this maniac running around. What does the AP do? They run a story. I saw it last week, and I'm saying, you know, this doesn't sound so good in this age. It was about the the problems, the um, danger that female runners face when they run alone. That seems very uh, patriarchal, you know, kind of, oh, my God, she's running on a campus in broad daylight. That's what they came out with from the headline. They called him a resident of that area. Yeah, he is, but he's here illegally. That's the headline. The headline is it's a sanctuary. That's what the headline is. It's not about anything else. That's what it's about. So with all this breaking, Biden feels, and the people inside the bubble, because they have the media on their side, they think if they go to the border, what they can do is to pin this all on Republicans. That's where they're going to go with this. Now, I don't think this is going to work, A, because he'll fumble everything that he's there. B, people are still connecting the dots in any polling and anything that you look at. Biden is the one held responsible for the border, and he's still responsible because he still has the power to turn it around in a heartbeat Yet he chooses not to, unless he announces something on Thursday, and then why couldn't he do that before? So I get the play here. I get what they're trying to do. But the bottom line is, can they pull any of this off? And I think they think they can because they're inside this bubble that tells them the media is going to go for this. I think some of the media coverage will blame Republicans in the House They'll say, we want to do the border. We want to stop the border. We don't have the power and all that stuff. It'll be that they're just hoping for media coverage where the real story will be over at Eagle Pass. What a contrast for Trump. He's over at Eagle Pass where they're actually stopping this. I guess they think it'll seem brutal that they're stopping it. I think the average American is well past that. Remember those first years of the Trump administration, the bishops, Catholic bishops and others telling you, about Trump separating families. That was one of the most intense periods of the whole Trump years. This guy actually goes out during his radio show and patrols the border during his commercial breaks. (laughs) Yeah, when when have you and Robin been to the border last? I'm not talking about Acapulco. You probably wouldn't go there anyhow. COVID, we know that. But when have you been to the border and seen it? Cabo, yeah. When have you been to the border? When have you seen what goes on there? I've done it. All right, and I can tell you they can seal it off. This is going to be fascinating theory. I don't think they're desperate. They know they have to do something, but they believe they have the edge here. I know that's nuts, but they're counting on the media to carry the ball on that story. Republicans, for political reasons, do not want to get the border shut down. By the way, I wonder if President Biden is going to call uh, Lake and Riley's family. You think he's going to call them? And you know the first thing out of his mouth, well, you know, Bo died on the border there protecting in Iraq. 
somebody in one of these meetings with him just has to go public completely with this. How many times can you weaponize that? He will. What else does he have? He's grabbing at straws here. All right. A couple of takeaways from CPAC. One, I'll give you the results. And I'm kind of surprised by this of the VP race and tell you one of the reasons why it may have happened. One from CPAC, Mike Lindell, Dan, this maniac. And I, you can call right him <laughs> right now and tell me you're just drinking the Kool-Aid. Uh, goes nuts. He doesn't attack her by name at CPAC. Gives his speech. We're not going to have any of this early voting. I says paper ballots, ID, and all that. Just, oh, did he? No. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, come on. And I'm sensing, I'm trying to squash this at every chance that we get. There's still elements out there, sometimes including President Trump. Laura Trump was right on point with this stuff. So I put up, uh, no, we don't want uh, Michael Lindell. We want Scott Presler. Scott saw it. He's a diplomat. He said, Dom, I love coming on the show, but maybe Mike Lindell could raise some money. <laughs> oh, he came out? He said that on Twitter? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. that's great. So I get it. But no, he's a maniac. And he's still playing to this nonsense that is going to lose the election. The good news is Ronald McDaniel, as suspected, uh, formally this morning, resigned. But she's not out until March 8th. I mean, just, you know, it's over. Give her the dignified day. Have a day. Have a day for it, the RNC. (laughs) But that's their training day. How long does it take before they vote and they put the new people in? Every day that goes by on this. I know people see Trump riding high. Uh, Yeah, here's a little bit of uh, Mike Lindell. But here's what we're loaded for now that we had that we didn't have then. The RNC... Yeah, they got a lot of problems, but one of the things that they did do when I ran for RNC chair last year, what came out of that, this August, the RNC passed a resolution, paper ballots, hand counted, same day voting, no early voting. Um, And by the way, anybody that tells you to vote early is wrong. You vote same day, I'm telling you, that gets harder for them to cheat. See, this is it. For once, rise up across the Delaware Valley and agree with me. And say, no, we're not following this insanity. It lets them cheat more if we vote early. Good. Democrats are going to be early voting. We're going to have to fight them on election integrity. And also, they're genius at mail-in balloting. He said the other day, it's offense and defense. The offense are all the things Laura Trump talked about. The defense are pushing back on any scheme and anything they engage in, particularly here in Pennsylvania. Paper ballots, the same. <laughs> God, an applause there. You just want to continue to lose. You just want to continue to lose. And it's more fun than to say they cheated us and we lost. I don't care whatever cheating they do. I have only one thing in mind. Pushing back on it and winning. And that means aggressively being on the offense, not just on the defense and not just whining about it after the game's over. Be like a coach when the three-point line. I'll give came you an in example. Nixon, yeah. Nixon sweated, Dan. I never understood this. The Kennedys, Bobby Kennedy, allegedly, it's been it's been documented, had the boiler room, and had it turned up in a debate to high blast and guys there to go to it. He has ten guys. You bring in twenty guys and put the air conditioning on. That's the way that it works. It's not about Mike Lindell. Vote on election day so we can lose again. Don't do anything else, and then we'll have two years of saying they cheated. 
Are you in that camp still? Got to move away from these. God. Now, Dan, I don't want to have one. Then I will start critiquing the sandals and all, or the um, slippers that nobody wants. <laughs> I mean, it's like a coach when the three-point line was instituted in the NBA. Yes, yes. To use the uh, you know what? Line. I'm going to be using that. Yes. Just... Well, I even, I even went back. Yours is more precise. I even went back to when the forward pass came in. Now we're still going to run it. <laughs> Same day. Run that ball up the gut. Yeah, the three-point line. Now, you can overdo it. It looks, at, you know, at times to be that's all teams try to do. But, uh, yeah, that three-point line is a good example, I think. All right, 855-839-1210, you get in. Now, on my Twitter, at DomShow1210, we had the uh, voting on who should be the VP for President Trump. I didn't put Vivek in there because I don't think he's going to be. They only allow you to uh, put four people in on Twitter. Well, somewhat surprisingly, maybe not, Tulsi Gabbard was the winner. But in second place, Dan, it must be hearing you, was Tim Scott. He was like seven points behind. In third place was Christy Nome. And in fourth place, with only 9 or 10%, was Stefanik. Yet at CPAC, what do we make of this? Now, CPAC, you have to understand, they are the conservative activists, extremely conservative. We had a tie, Vivek and Governor Nome. In third place, they were both at 15, was Tulsi Gabbard at nine. Then it was Tim Scott and I think Byron Donalds. So uh, how do we, you know, I thought Tulsi Gabbard, listening to coverage from Rich, et cetera, was the buzz, and there were several people saying that, of CPAC. Yet, Vivek, you could see that. I didn't see Governor Nome. I didn't see that coming, that she would tie for first. And I think as we start to break down, there were people there and people on my Twitter, like Leslie, Dan, and others. I don't get it. Uh, They still don't want Tulsi Gabbard because they think she's a Democrat. She's a progressive or whatever. And they think she's just uh, biting her time strategic like strategy wise is there any way that trump can lose the evangelical vote at this point i, I mean no i, I guess no. the argument would be against tulsi is that having a moderate a former democrat in there would you know uh... no i i just don't know i don't see her she's too different to me to break through with suburban women that we think and suburbanites that trump needs She's she's more all over the place on both sides, radical on both sides of things. I don't see her. The governor of South Dakota maybe presents in a different way. Um, Tim Scott, to your point, maybe does, too. I think that's a critical people a VP has to reach. Do you think uh, there needs to be any motivation for the evangelical vote this time? No, no, no. I think um, and I, several articles I went through we'll be talking about today. South Carolina is even more evangelical than Iowa. And 69 to 70%, I've seen even higher in some uh, exit polling, voted for Trump. It was overwhelming. There are big stories today all over the place. What is wrong with these evangelicals? And you know who one of the people is bringing it up? Former Governor Sanford. You may not remember, Danny, he was a popular governor of South Carolina. 
maybe looking to run for president, hooks up with a wife and two kids at home with this uh, Argentinian woman. That blows up in the news, and he goes off on hiking the Appalachian Trail. And he said, well, they tortured me. Why did they let Trump get away with it? Oh, my God. (laughs) The evangelicals again. Why do the evangelicals? And I I think it's Trump is very good at being transactional. And the evangelicals, to their credit, want to win. I mean, just because you're religious doesn't mean you don't want to win. And they want to win for their principles to be out there. And Trump has delivered on that, I think. But people keep on asking, why do these evangelicals continue to go with Trump, who is not one of them and is never going to be one of them? He delivers for them. I think it's pretty simple. And and the distaste for Biden is strong enough in itself that they'll walk their feet over to the polls. They'll have that kind of motivation to actually drive out there. They'll be motivated. He doesn't put in evangel. Well, you're going with Tim Scott again? Well, I'm just saying, if it were Tulsi Gabbard, do you oh. still have the march to the polls with the evangelicals that you would have had had you done someone like a Mike Pence last time around? Mm, it probably doesn't help. See, all she does, I think, is rev up what Trump... You already have Trump. Why would Tulsi Gabbard be anything more? In other words, I think she's very Trumpian in a lot of yeah. ways. Yeah, It's the others that bring something. But she does get people, and I see why. She's got some of these positions that are very Trumpian, except she's been much more progressive in her life than she was before, than he ever was. All right, 855-839-1210. So on my poll, Tulsi Gabbard wins easily. All right, that's for Talk Radio 1210 listeners. We had a lot of votes. CPAC, though, has uh, the governor and Vivek and then Tulsi and pretty close behind Tim Scott. Tim Scott did pretty well in both polls. All right, 855-839-1210, you get on board. I'm surprised, though, this criticism by some conservatives. Well, I don't trust somebody who has gone from positions of Bernie Sanders to now being somebody who would be a heartbeat away from the presidency if she's the the VP choice. I'm kind of surprised at that criticism. The other side's going to say Russia, Russia, Russia. She's a Russian agent. All right, 855-839-1210. I appreciate the Brady Bunch reference. Yes. I like the three-point line reference. All right, let me give you the side question today. And this just came out of Dan's mind. And sometimes we're sitting there on Friday. We have to go with it. We want to know, who is fancy? Oh, we're doing this one. Yes. I love it. Yeah, the real or fictional characters. Who is fancy? I have two of them. One or neither, they're both real people, but they're kind of fictional characters. I'll take off the board Lady Gaga. She's fancy. Yes. And one of my all time favorites, Liberace. Oh, yes. that's a fancy person, man. Yeah. It's a very fancy <laughs> the person. Candles alone. Not only that, when you have a name like Liberace, I've never uh, seen anybody else named Liberace. I think another way to word this question, Dom, and I think he's fancy himself, is Joe and Exton, right? Oh, yes. Uh, yes. It's it's almost like who who would uh, someone you could see hanging with Joe and Exton because 
That's I feel like what all the his fans are, yes, your friends are just yes. as fancy as he is. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So who do you have? I'll take Frazier off the board. Ah, uh, that is a real yeah, good a fancy one. guy. I would say real and Kelsey Grammer in person. Just the way he ate those French fries, I just remember him constantly. He did going eat this. those French fries very fancily. Yeah, like with the fi- he was just he's using the talk. He's using a French fry. I can picture it to talk to me. Yes, <laughs> I can feel the salt. All right, eight five. I'm gonna take one more person yes. off the board. Go ahead, Don. You're a classy guy. Thank you very much for that. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as thirty minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have forty-seven new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Time to your Dano show. A lot of things breaking today. I think the border is a big story. Is this uh, only 28% approve of Biden's handling of the border in a poll out today? I don't even think it's 28%. How could you? So on one hand, they feel the need to go to the border. How do they feel they'll get away with it? Because they believe inside the White House now. The media will help them carry this story. Well, Republicans could have stopped the death of Lakin uh, Riley if they had just agreed to get Biden the power and put the money in Ukraine and everything else. There's even a story yesterday of Zelensky inviting Trump or more challenging him a bit to go to Ukraine. And people saying, well, Trump's outside the box. Maybe he would. I don't see any good coming out of that one. I just don't see any, anything good out of that. I don't think that's going to happen. And uh, Nikki Haley saying she's an accountant and she knows that 40 percent, well, it wasn't 40, it was 39.5, is not 50 percent. Uh, and, and the headlines coming out of that, oh, Trump's in big trouble. Because any number of these Haley voters, and I know some of them are independents and Democrats, some of them are Republicans, though, saying that uh, they are not going to uh, vote for Trump no matter what. We'll see about that. By the way, we, we should flesh this out. Where else should Joe Biden go? He's uh, checked the box now of East Palestine, Ohio, sort of. Remember that? Visited that. Now he's off to the border to check that. Uh, I I nominate one of my first is so that he can see. And there's a new book out tomorrow, Peter Schwerzer, uh, the guy that is just incredible, the information he gets of insiders in Washington. I forget how many bestsellers he's had on this about fentanyl 
is a major part. What a threat China is, how much of America China has bought up. I think President Biden would be well served to check the box. Go to K&A next. Oh, man. Oh, could you imagine? Can you imagine Biden over at K&A? In the way he wanders it's around. Not really, yeah, it's really not K&A. It's a streets down. For, I'm just using that as a reference point for listeners. Uh, visit that next. Where else should Joe Biden visit? Where else could we see his policies and progressivism play out to see if it really works? But um, he's going to talk about fentanyl. And this is a good opportunity for Trump and the Trump people and Republicans to use this new information from Peter Schwerzer about how deeply involved China is with fentanyl, the precursors, getting it there, the Mexican cartels. And I do hope when Trump's at the border now, don't say it as a throwaway line, make it precise. He says what DeSantis has said, what McCormick, Dave McCormick said on the show last week. What the next American president has to do is get involved in attacking the cartels where they get the fentanyl and all that. None of this stuff. We're going to have more technology and all that. No, if Mexico will not cooperate, we know how to hit their drug labs. That's what we ought to do. If you're really serious about fentanyl, really concerned about fentanyl deaths in this country, hit it at the source, take them out. Oh, my God. What will happen if he suggests the American people will rally to that? The American people think the same thing. I bet that 75-25, we're sick and tired of playing this game with Mexico that we have to share a border with. They're continuing to look the other way or be involved in it. Who knows? Hit them. Let them know they can't sit there and do business this way. Oh, you're never going to stop them doing This is the United States of America. If we want to stop them, we can stop them. Can I play back a little clip here? From, sure. Uh, this guy's Andrew Callahan. He does Channel 5 on YouTube, Dom. And he, okay. he really delves into exactly the fentanyl ties to China, the Mexican mm-hmm. cartels, and essentially how, that, how that's really a big, big, a strong contributor to the violence that we see playing out on inner city streets, especially here in Philadelphia. It all ties together, Dom. This kind of explains it. You want to hear that? Sure. Contact the city's gang leaders through private channels with someone's picture, their name, and a price. In the following days, a feeding frenzy for that person's life will ensue. Three gunmen firing dozens of shots in broad daylight, killing a 19-year-old man who was sitting on some steps. From an outside perspective, it may look like gang warfare or just simply black-on-black crime. But it's actually a proxy war between Chinese corporations and Mexican drug cartels. For this reason, the advent of Trank in Philadelphia has led to a major spike in homicides. And almost nobody has a bigger target on their head than the Trank brothers. And he goes deeper into it, Dom. And what's happening is that the Mexican cartels, they had a form of Trank that they've been using for a long time that they've actually distributed among the dealers uh, all over the big cities. And China's actually been able to undercut them using a different form, a powder, that's available online. And what's happening is uh, sometimes dealers will step away, order it directly from China, and it gets shipped to them in this form. And the Mexican cartels, they'll find out and they'll put a, uh, a hit on the head of the dealer that's using this Chinese-type fentanyl. So not only is there, are the Chinese providing the cartels with fentanyl, uh, and that makes its way up, but if the... Uh, users go directly to China, that's causing the violence because these cartel owners who want to be the sole distributors of this fentanyl are now going after the smaller heads using, you know, technology and all. It's all just tied together in one way or another. 
Uh, I think there's some of that. I, I, I have to look at it. I think it's a little bit too pat that it just were. I, I think there's more chaos. But that certainly makes sense with Trank and, and what's going on here in uh, Kensington. There are some organizations. There's got to be some of that, without a doubt. By the way, one other comment on uh, Tulsi Gabbard. I'm looking at this from Politico. Uh, they did an interview with a guy named uh, Re- Rogan O'Hanley, a.k.a. D.C. Drano. He posted this on X. Just wanted to go on record that I'm completely against Tulsi Gabbard being Trump's VP. We don't need an Hawaiian Democrat in charge of the country and Republican Party if something were to happen to President Trump. I still think that's uh, a surprising opinion on this. I thought that Tulsi Gabbard had rehabbed herself into a viable choice here. So I want to hear from you. Would you object? Do you still think she's a Democrat? Or, you know, I don't think she's Ronald Reagan. She was more severe than Ronald Reagan was as far as being a Democrat. But on the issues that Trump uh, voters want, stopping unending wars, freedom issues, she is as solid as you can get. I'm not sure in the economic issues, etc. And you do have to consider whoever you have as VP, that that person could be president. You know, so a large part of it, though, does she help you win? That's the part I look at first. And I don't see what she's going to bring in other than I don't think Kamala Harris in a million years would debate her. She took her apart in the uh, Democrat debate. She would do so even more in the uh, Republican-Democrat debate. 855-839-1210. That's how you get on board. AT&T and Verizon Wireless, you just push pound 1210. And who is fancy? So VP choice, the border in play again. What's the play there? Well, split screen on Thursday. If Trump is there at the same time as uh, Tulsi Gabbard, as um, Biden is, Biden going to Brownsville. And thinking about that, it is a major freight juncture. And I'm sure Biden will, they'll have some factoids about, well, we can do this across the whole border if we get more money, if we go down that path. If they let me do what I'd like to do, it can be like Brownsville. That's the only thing I can think of. Not sure how far away from Eagle Pass it is. Why not go to Eagle Pass? You don't want to go to Eagle Pass. You don't want to see how Texas has fought back. That's why you don't want to do that. That's exactly where Trump is going to be. That's the stronger position. Can they? They're not hoping to win. on. Let me put it to you this way. They know they can't win on the border. They know that. And that's a good uh, political philosophy. They're incrementalists. What they're trying to do is they're trying to take it out as the emotional hot button. In other words, people are not just frothing at the mouth over this. Well, how could you not? You look at this young woman in Georgia. You see not one but two progressive groups. Well, three. Biden letting them into the country. New York letting them out of jail. And then the University of Georgia area, Georgia, University of Georgia, the dogs, letting them be in a sanctuary city. 
She's jogging in midday. AP comes up with not all those things I just said. The AP says, oh, yeah? Women shouldn't be jogging alone, essentially. The dangers of women jogging alone, like down uh, Market Street here at during the Dom Giordano show time in, in Georgia. <laughs> it tells you that even the University of Georgia, as scurrilous, in my view, as they I mean, these guys will do anything. You know, I mean, football wise, even there, it's progressive. It's a sanctuary. I'm wondering why more of this doesn't happen rather than what does happen. And, you know, we get the lame excuse. Well, what about Americans who are criminals? Why are you just talking about these people? Why are you doing that, Don? Because we already have enough of our own. This guy, though, was emboldened by the fact he could come into the country illegally. Apparently, allegedly, his brother had a green card that got him a fancy job that was fraudulent. He could do whatever he wanted in New York, get kicked out, and then go to another sanctuary and potentially attack and kill this young woman just jogging near the campus. It's, uh, it's stunning. 855-839-1210. You get on board. We have enough of this of our own. We would deport them if we could, the criminals we have. Why do we need criminals from other countries? Or people we suspect could be criminals. Why do we need that? Coming up, a Venezuelan here illegally, I believe, influencer, telling people to beg for money so that a guy who shot a, um, a New Yorker and a cop could get uh, a fancy attorney. Here's that word, fancy, again. All right. <laughs> Jump on, boys, and fan- think fancy attorney. Great answer from Josh Ash. What is fancy? The Oscars red carpet. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. Okay, you can throw that in. Some good ones on Twitter on our side question today. Someone real or fictional that's uh, fancy. And this uh, border situation, boy, this is going to be a huge, huge week for it. And the Trump VP stakes is, uh, I think, a little bit different than the last time. It was transactional with Mike Pence. Needed to prove himself or to bond was the feeling with evangelicals. Based out of what came out of South Carolina, I don't think Trump has that need. Not that he's going to neglect it. And we're starting to see just even more intensity. If Let's turn up the heat on evangelicals. So I would turn that. How can any Catholic in good conscience vote, if we're going to go down that path, for Biden? On what basis? You're not not voting for him on the basis of your faith. You might vote on others. That's your privilege. But I would defy you to tell me how you can vote for Biden on the basis of uh, faith, unless you believe in some form of Catholicism that only the most progressive bishops seem to uh, believe in. All right, let's go to uh, Jack on Long Island on Talk Radio 1210. Hey, Jack, good afternoon. Yeah, hi. Uh, I don't know if this is tongue-in-cheek or serious, but I'm going to I'm gonna issue it in a sensitive uh, on a topic today. How about Tiny Tim? Remember Tiptoe Through the Tulips? Yeah, why do you think he's fancy? Well, just to, just, just to watch him perform. I mean, I remember the first time that I saw him, and I was watching TV with my wife in the afternoon, and uh, I forget who the star was, uh, but he was one of those talk show hosts that he's on. Yeah, he was and on he, Johnny Carson quite a bit, yeah. Prior prior to that, okay. prior, wait, prior to that, he was one of the first shows, yeah. And 
what do you call it? And he 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 had the what do you call it? He had the ladies in the audience hysterical. Rowan gotcha. and Martin was his first appearance. Oh, think, yeah, Tiny Tim was on Rowan and Martin yeah, first. Okay, yeah. all right, Tiny Tim. So when you call in, you know, bring it. Uh, tell us uh, when you position it. it. May seem obvious to you, but it's all in the color of the call, all in the excitement of the call. Hit us with that. How about somebody, a product, Tom? Who is it? A product from Josh. Yes. A great one. And just getting listeners thinking outside the box. Grade A ketchup, aka fancy ketchup. Yeah. Yeah. A- absolutely. And you got some pushback for your answer of Lady Gaga asking, yeah. how can someone who wears a suit made out of meat be considered fancy? Well, that's only one yeah. apparition of most times. It's way well, over the top. When fanciness. I think of her, I think of the fanciness with uh, Tony Bennett. And yeah. The, yeah. I'm thinking of the makeup the, alone. Yeah, the bougie. The yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. Uh, our buddy Scott Presler will be on the show later this week. I, I told you uh, he responded to what I said about him and Mike. Lindell. But here's why this guy is so valuable, Dan. He tweets out over the weekend, great news. The Wisconsin Elections Commission unanimously approved the Green Party candidate to appear on the ballot this November. That's because the Green Party won more than 1% in a 2022 statewide race. The Green Party was not on the ballot in 2020 in the Biden-Trump election. And what he's trying to do is get the uh, Green Party on the ballot here in Pennsylvania. And uh, why in the world does that matter to you? Because the Green Party, if you remember, uh, stopped Al Gore. Just think of the irony of that. Or Ralph Nader, essentially, in Florida by siphoning off votes. This is going to be a tight election here in Pennsylvania. You've got Cornell West, RFK Jr., the Green Party, and uh, Scott Pressler gets that. When it comes down to as few as maybe 20, 30, 40,000 votes, there you are right there. You're right in the catbird seat. If these uh, third part now, will no labels be on the ballot? Yeah, I think they're on the ballot. Do I think Nikki Haley will go no labels? No. I mean, I think she's already pushed the last edges here of political credibility. She just thinks, here's what she's thinking. Trump is going to uh, get nailed on one of these indictments, she'll get the nomination in. And or in 2028, this will be a different Republican Party again. Trump will be gone one way or another, and all this will be forgotten. I don't think it's going to be forgotten. This is draining attention, resources, all the way through Super Tuesday and after that. All right, so uh, Scott Presler gets it. This is what he's doing incrementally. Let's go to Frank in Burlington on Talk Radio 1210. Hello, Frank. Hey, Don. You know, me and you will never agree on this issue. I talked to you last week. But I think Mark Lindell, uh, Mike Lindell is a realist. Uh, uh, nothing against Republicans mailing in their ballots. But I think it's a little naive to believe that just because we mail in our ballots and embrace this, you know, this sending in ballots instead of going to the poll solves anything because it doesn't. Unless the system, the corrupted system is fixed, nothing changes. Well, the reality so- of it how, is well, nothing changes. Okay, how does it solve it by saying just same-day voting, they can't cheat and all that, when the other side has a massive edge with mail-in balloting, let's say legally, just for the sake of argument, how does that help mm-hmm. you to want to uh, dance right? This is you're playing a game where there's no three-point shot, but they can shoot the three-point shot. You can't. 
Oh, we can, and we're allowed to, and I'm sure if we did it, it wouldn't make a difference anyway, because we don't cheat. When they, they, they do illegal uh, so, ballot So, Frank, let me cut to the chase then. You already then are saying give up. No, I'm not saying give up, uh, Dom. What I am saying is to keep focusing on this, like, oh, this is going to solve our problems. It's not. It's not. Nope, nope, believe nobody's that it will. doing that. Nobody. Not going to. Nope. I didn't say that. We said they also also be on the defense, and that means that the RNC has started to set up, and I think Trump, Laura Trump, will get more of teams to try to lock up every loophole, everything out there that we possibly can imagine, and cut them off of the pass as best we can. And I and I hope we can do that. I really do. But to, I just thought, you know, belittling Mike Lindell wasn't the thing to do because I think what's the difference whether we go out and all vote in great mass at the ballot booth or do it by sending in a ballot? What the hell's the difference as long as we're about as long as we're voting? All right, you know what, Dan? Let me have a just sorry, Frank. Sorry, how many different ways can we explain this? How many different ways can we? What's the difference? How many different ways that we can say, why do you think you lost the last number of times? It wasn't on the issues. Although abortion is the other thing. Should we just say, no, we're, we're, we're going to do whatever we want on that, too. We don't care. That's not going to lose us. You're going to keep on losing. You want to keep on losing. I'm not about that. It's training. It's the South Philly. It's about one thing, winning. On as much principle as you can to let people know. But you got to win first. You're not going to change anything. You're not going to do anything in the country. It comes down to one fact in November. If we don't win, oh, my God. All right. What difference does it make how we vote? All right. The short version is once you get the people banked. What difference at this point does it make? There we go. Thank you, Hillary. Yes. Once you get them banked, then you go after the more reluctant voter. If you get a lion's share of them bank, you start to make a reach. You start to go for something to add to it. That's what they're doing. Aside from all the other stuff, what would Linda Kern say, Dan? It was only on once last week with this stuff. Would she just say, that's it, I I can't take it anymore? No, I'm going to stay the course because uh, despite what Frank said, it's not about any of that. And Mike Lindell, let's face it, I'll put this... He's not a good look for the Republican Party. You don't want that look. If he's raising money behind the scenes, God bless him and all, helping Trump and all that. You don't want Mike Lindell out there ranting and raving, do we? Don Giordano Show. One of the most disturbing stories over the weekend was, uh, sadly, and the guy was, wasn't a pilot, just so you know. He was in the Air Force in um, some something uh, with computers. Something with artificial intelligence, potentially. Aaron Bushnell, or Bushnell, died, I think it was this morning, setting himself aflame in front of the Israeli embassy in Washington, saying he had to do this. Uh, what would he have done when slavery was going along? Uh, was it last night? It was over the weekend. It might have been last night or Saturday night. Jerry Seinfeld, who Roe and I are seeing in March, Dan, and I don't think you're going to see protests in the casinos, but who knows, uh, was protested at an event with Barry Weiss, who's also Jewish, but certainly pro-Israel, and I think Seinfeld is too. Same kind of nonsense. But this uh, Bushnell guy, 
is disturbing. This guy was in active duty in the military in the Air Force. And, uh, you know, I don't know how you screen something like this out. Someone disturbed enough to set himself aflame. The Secret Service were on the scene and apparently were able to put it out. But sadly, uh, he died in the hospital. So these elements, uh, and tomorrow in Michigan, it's going to be interesting. Now, Joe Biden ought to win Michigan going away. My God, the, the Phillips guy is running against him. That's about it. And Whitmer should be able to deliver that state. But maybe there is a big protest vote and the White House goes even farther with radical elements that are against Israel. And I come back to this all the time. What It was October 7th. So that's one, two, three, four. As we get to our next week in March, it'll still only be five months. This isn't 50 years ago of what happened on October 7th. Savagery as the military tactic. That's what happened on October 7th. That's what you're dealing with. And yet these elements, these progressive elements, go so far as to set themselves on fire because of Israel protecting itself. All right. Uh, we told you about a story a while back of so-called single-use plastic bags taken away in Jersey and how, arguably, plastic consumption went up in New Jersey. Well, now, a number of professors saying this is classic Oh, they're raining on this big time. They're saying this is disinformation by big plastic. I'm going to give you what happened in California that is undisputable around this. And you know what I resent? Calling it single usage. I've never had a plastic bag I took home to get two or three usages out. You know, now that we got the pop, it's uh, multiple, well, at least an extra use, you know, with the picking up the dog at boo. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, you have the dog. There you go. That's yeah. single use. You can't count that. Well, we have a dog now, so it's definitely not single use. No. Dom Giordano, weekdays noon till 3, from Talk Radio 1210, WPHD. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.